It's not just a hobby. It's even more than a passion. It's looking around and realizing you are a miss God's creation. It's answering the call to pursue in your soul. It's hunting, fishing, and the outdoors. This is the place where we converse about it and hope to inspire, educate, and ignite. This is Chase Outdoors, the podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Chase Outdoors, the podcast. I'm your host, Justin Geike. Thank you again for joining me as always, and if I was going to have a title for this episode, episode 22 in the podcast, it'd be, I know, I know, I know, it's been quite a while since I've done a podcast, and I've gotten badgered and harassed a little bit uh, about it, which is actually really surprising because we're not a big podcast, we don't have you know a tremendous amount of viewers and listeners outside of uh, some of our wonderful customers, our family and friends, and those of you across the country, the few of you who do uh, listen and participate, we thank you. But it's been kind of funny because I've been getting uh, harassed a little bit because it has been since October uh, since I've done a podcast. And it's not just the podcast itself, it's not like I haven't been not wanting to or paying attention to it, it's the fact that I've been also getting badgered about not updating our social media or not updating our, our Chase Outdoors Wix app. And that's just come down to, honestly, a crazy time in our lives and a whole lot of busyness. And it's just, I've had to kind of, you know, narrow it in and focus my intentionality into a few things. Obviously, I'm not getting paid to do this podcast, but I do truly love and enjoy doing it because it's, again, just another avenue or engine or path that we can talk about the great sport of hunting, fishing, and shooting. Uh, it, it's just really a giant driver in my life. I enjoy it, obviously, with Chase Outdoors, you know, our, our brick-and-mortar Rothschild, Wisconsin retail store and our e-commerce site uh, worldwide that it, you know, it's my passion. It's, it's just a huge part of makes up what I am, who I am, what I do, and stuff like that. But because we haven't done an episode since October, back when I got back from Wyoming hunting with Brian Gates, our DIY public land deer hunt, which was really successful. We went two for two in a short amount of time on some really nice quality specimens and had a had an awesome trip. But so much has transpired. We've we've seen the Wisconsin whitetail rut come and go. We've seen uh, uh, the Wisconsin gun rifle season come and go. Late season bow, predator season. We've seen. New Year's, the the election, oh God, um, you know, changes in COVID in the country, in, in New Year's, in in early ice. I mean, it's just there's been so much that that's gone on, and, and for us, this this drastic, massive increase over the last twelve months for Chase Outdoors, the the, the retail store, in regards to the business. I mean, it's just it's created this crazy wild time. And it's, it's taken a lot of attention to try to manage uh, it. And there's two things coming back of the many topics that I could talk about that I want to touch on today. You know, obviously, um, you know, all those hunting seasons are come and gone. Uh, largely in part, I suspect if I would have had phenomenal success, I would have found time to sit down and talk about it. Obviously, I, I didn't. I had some great encounters, had a nice fall deer season. Uh, gun season was was great, very enjoyable. Harvested a few does. What? Uh, in one thing, if I do, if I am going to touch on post Wyoming deer hunt, one of the one of the greatest things about it was kind of like the the new beginning 
And what I mean by that is is my buddy Brian's land, which which we call Camp Next Year. He's owned it for about five, six years. He now has, I think, up to about 170 acres in northeast Marathon County, just two miles down from my property. Uh, this gun season we had what was more of a traditional Wisconsin deer camp. Uh, we set my camper up, had a fire, cooked and grilled out out there. And, and one thing that was really great is is we had the kids, my, you know, my son and his daughter come out, uh, who are who are nine and ten years old, and, and really had you know deer camp for the kids midweek. Uh, we we filled an antlerless tag and, and had some nice experiences, and were able to incorporate the kids into that. Really, what defines Wisconsin deer hunting, and that's tradition and camaraderie in camp as much as it is about the hunt. And, and so much of where we get into this trophy buck mentality, food plots, western destination hunts. Like, I don't think, especially, especially in places like Minnesota, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania, you know, upstate New York, where, where so much of deer season is about. The tradition and the camaraderie and the family and friends part of it I, I do really love and cherish that part and in a in an uh, industry where we're trying to push the envelope myself included for for bigger and better it's really nice to kind of come back and, and enjoy that part of it so that was really kind of the highlight of the second half of my deer season uh, ice fishing really started out fantastic as we got you know good ice come the the first of the year and uh you know, some of the guys I work with, Tom Keenan, John Kurth, uh, you know, Andy Ludwig and I getting out and hitting some of the early ice. We had great ice conditions. Once the ice finally showed up, it's been a really mild winter um, up until the last 10 days. But, um, you know, we, we had really great ice travel conditions, and that really set us up well for some awesome perch walleye. frights. I don't know how that felt. Sorry about that. Break time. Ah, anyway, before I was so uh, rudely interrupted by whatever that bartending piece of equipment is that I haven't used in about 15 years, um, you know, the, the topic, and I was just kind of running us through quickly about some of the things that had happened, but when I think about what to talk about today, I, I really... I'm being pulled in a bunch of different directions. You know, there's just there's just so many things. I've been gone for a while doing this, and I really want to try to focus my ADHD mind in on a few things. And, you know, I just mentioned talking about the new tradition, the new beginning with having, you know, uh, you know Brian's daughter, Harper, and my son, Chase, out for deer camp and taking that next generation. You know, you think about New Year's, too, um, in in how oftentimes for so many people that's a new beginning a new start 21 or 2021 is here a lot of people hated 2020 i don't know that 21's been much better on a grand scale in a lot of different ways for folks but one of the things is i kind of laugh and i'm guilty of it too but here we are at the beginning of the year what is the first thing that everybody does when the new year hits the new me right you know, so I look at uh, our store, which is in the Cedar Creek Mall in Rothschild, Wisconsin. You know, our next door neighbor to, to our store is a Planet Fitness, you know, who's the major sponsor of everything you see on TV for the ball drop and whatever. And here we are with all these new people, you know, working out. And, and I would love to uh, pick on them, except for the fact that I'm, I'm one of them. So um, I've, uh, I'm a very goal-orientated person, and I have... Uh, 
it, over the past year done a pretty good job of setting the bar and saying what's my goal for the season and that was really getting myself in shape you know getting ready for the western hunts and prepping my property and this is all stuff outside of the store but i exercised a lot by hiking and in eating better to get to that wyoming hunt and for a chubby kid i do talk about health a lot because i have to stay on top of it we hit that goal we went out west we shot our deer things were successful then comes you know, Wisconsin seasons, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, boredom of this brutal weather that we have right now. And that's resulted in, in, in falling hard off that bandwagon and struggling to get back on. So here we are, 2021, and I, and I just want to take this opportunity and take this episode to encourage people to make 2021 your best year. It, it, for my family, I almost borderline feel guilty talking about how great 2020 was for us in so many ways. And if I could take a COVID champion and crown COVID champion, I'd absolutely 110,000% give that to my wife, Nicole. You know, when, when that hit back in April... You know, it created all of this anarchy of this uncertainty, and it's the only topic we can talk about and how it's impacted our elderly and our family and how we handled the holidays and our kids and how they navigate through school and their friendships. Like, you can't avoid it, all right? Like, as much, whether you think it's stupid or you're wearing seven masks over your face, we can't argue the fact that it hasn't impacted everybody. But with impact, it doesn't all and always have to be negative. And one of the things that I look at within my own own household is my wife's incredible attitude for saying, what can I control? What can I focus on? Where can I turn this year into a positive? I can't impact so much about what's going on over here, but what can I do over here? And, and, and Nicole did an awesome job of just saying, here's something really smart that I can do for myself that I'm going to enjoy. And, and what that was is she did some things to take command of her health. Um, I'm not going to say what side of 40 that she's on, but she is on one of the two sides. And she said that uh, she was going to start hiking. Now, if you live in Wyoming or Colorado or Utah or any states, you will laugh. But here in north central Wisconsin, we have this thing that we call a mountain. It's different than your mountains in the fact that it is smaller, but yet it's ours and we love it. When I'm talking about Rib Mountain, um, you know, even though I was hiking and training with you know my friends, Nick Brantner and guys, getting ready for our fall hunts, um, Nicole took it upon herself to say, you know what, I'm going to hike and, and be active and stuff like that. And she really took to hiking, you know, the elevation gain of Rib Mountain in the natural setting of that versus some of the hiking trails and stuff. And ultimately what I'm trying to get at is she dedicated herself to that, and when doing that physically, impacted her positively, mentally, because it got her away, got her in creation, got her away from the noise, got her closer to God, got her in that conversation with Him. Like all these things, and she found herself passionate about and excited about every day, because every day she could drive the five miles or whatever we've got, to get to this place that costs absolutely nothing to go and hike up and down it and feel great and see nature and and get her mind right and listen to her audiobooks or her podcast or her you know or her um, you know um, Bible studies and all the things that she did and when she got to the end of the year she started adding it up we talked about using the Strava app uh, in previous episodes and she hiked up and down that thing a hundred times and 
And what an incredible accomplishment and feat for somebody who's never really taken after something like that before. But, you know, most of those hikes were three to six miles with four to six hundred feet of elevation gain, sometimes with weight. You know, and I was just proud of her because what it did in our household is created another element of taking that approach of waking up every day and realizing that that we're free-willed people who are in position to make decisions. We are empowered to make the choice in how we handle the day, make the choice in what we do, how we plan, and through that planning, goal setting, and preparation, can achieve a goal. Now, what in the world does that have to do with what I'm talking about in relation to hunting, fishing, and shooting? And quite honestly, for me, the answer is everything. And, and there's, like I said, there's so much I can talk about. I should be in Phoenix right now um, at uh, the Sports Inc. Buy Show, which is the buy group that Chase Outdoors belongs to. I should be going booth to booth, meeting with all manufacturers and their sales reps and seeing the new product, touching and feeling it, finding out what fits for the store, ordering it, and getting ready for the next year. Obviously, with COVID restrictions, we're doing that virtually. So I'm spending too much time, you know, sitting on the couch or, or right here uh, at the home office, you know, of Chase Outdoors, away from the store, trying to stay focused and make good decisions looking at, you know, price guides and, and JPEG images of, of stuff, trying to, see, you know, just guess, you know, you know educated guess, if you, I guess, if you would, if this is the right mix for, for our company. And, and it's been, it's been challenging, it's difficult, but it's required discipline and, and severe attention to it. The same can be said about anything that we're going to do. And like I said earlier, I'm a goal-oriented person. I need to pick that thing and say, this is my thing. You know, so for me, um, if I don't have that goal or that carrot in front of my nose, I struggle to be motivated to go and do those things. So when we hit the new year, I made the decision like, the only thing in the way of me and in, in doing the things that I want to do is myself. And for most, and I mean most people, that's always the case. You know, what we find is that we make excuses for why we can't instead of saying, this is what I want to do and finding a way to get to that. There's a huge, huge difference. And, and for me, with my, you know, one of my great passions being, you know, hunting out west and wanting to do more with it, obviously that comes with an expense. So... For me to reduce those expenses, we're doing things like do-it-yourself, public land, and and whether it's under the camper or sleeping in a tent or like cockroach hotel type stuff, we're finding the means to go and research in Columbus and, and find these new areas. So, so my goal is, is try to find all of these unique hunts that I can do on a whim or with little preparation that are inexpensive to do that give me the opportunity to go and do that more. And so this year what we were looking at is South Dakota Archery DIY Antelope, which is really cool because that starts in August uh, 21st. And, and one thing that's nice is living in Wisconsin here, That's it's only about a 12-hour drive to the area that where we'd be thinking about going, and it's going to cost us very little. The other thing that's nice about it is with a 12-hour drive, if we want to pull an all-nighter, our ability to work, say, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, leave Thursday night, hunt some of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe Monday, and get back and work on Tuesday, a bit of a physical grind, but we can essentially get a full hunt in without really taking much for days away from, you know, the store. 
And by sleeping in, whether it's tent or under truck topper or cheap hotel or whatever, and doing the DIY route, the entire trip expense is less than if we were to go rent a cabin an hour north of here and go fish for the weekend. So a lot of that is just perspective and really prioritizing what you want to do. In, in Brian and I are going to go back again now to the same place in Wyoming where we went to last year. We found success. We'd like to dial it in a little bit more, learn a couple more spots so that we've got you know, a great place for DIY deer hunting in that first week of October, which is really... You know, we're not at opening weekend in Wisconsin. We haven't reached the rut yet. It doesn't interfere with my anniversary too much. We're not into the peak of rut here, which also coincides with my son's birthday or our gun season. Like that first week of October is a really great time for me personally. So we're trying to maximize what we do at that time and, and reduce our expenses in finding a trip that we can do for a few hundred bucks. And then the last one that we're looking at doing is the week before gun season, which would be deer hunting with rifle DIY public land in Montana. What's kind of cool about that for me on a personal note with the store, yes, with Chase Outdoors and the store, we're busy with the coming of gun season. Most of those people are buying, you know, ammunition, gutting gloves, hand warmers, things of that nature. They don't really require the service level per se as you know, the beginning of archery season where we're doing bow work and mounting scopes and, you know, more of that nature. So it's kind of an easy week for me to be away, and it also doesn't interfere with the other hunts that everybody in the store wants to. So my belief is that I can, you know, get away, you know, get away. I can accomplish doing three out-of-state hunts this year with minimal impact on my time away from home, time away from the store, and on my, and on my wallet. And that's a pretty exciting thing for me because I do believe that I, I mean, I know that I can do it for less than an outfitted elk hunt and I can do all three of those trips for less than most outfitted deer hunts as well. So if we can just go and have a great time, I'm not one of those guys that needs to shoot the biggest buck in the world. I'm happy with a lot of things. I'm just happy to be out there, to be honest with you. But it's really cool to be able to now find out those things that I want to do and then find a way to go and do those now the one thing that's kind of neat about that is that by here now in late january and here we are in early february simply by applying for those tags so i've got two antelope tag two we'll call them mule deer tag and then i've got my two whitetail tags here in wisconsin and that'll pretty much make up my hunt unless i happen to draw you know wolf tag it here in wisconsin which for those of you if you're watching this within a short period of time Today, a judge ruled in the state of Wisconsin that the DNR has to um, open up a wolf season in the month of February after being away from it for years. Now, it was planned for November. There's been some political arguments over whether or not they should or should not have been. But, end of the day, it is very possible that in the short window here, in a short amount of time, that, that we might have our first wolf hunt within a couple of years, which... I've got a couple of preference points from, from years past, and I, I would love an opportunity to partake in, in that hunt here in Wisconsin. Um, so that's pretty exciting. But at the end of the day, um, you know, we're, we're planning now, and by just simply applying for those tags, what I'm doing is I'm taking that carrot, and instead of thinking about it way over here, I'm taking it and I'm putting it in front of my face. What that means for me is it's gotten me back out to hiking. We went and hiked the hill uh, or mountain. We have a mountain. It's called Red Mountain. Um, 
But uh, but hiking Rib Mountain, uh, doing it again with my wife. She's at 20, I don't know, five times up and down that thing this year. Um, so it's been nice to get out a couple times with her here in the last week and uh, spend some time uh, next door at the gym and starting to get that mentality because that consistency, 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 consistency is the answer to putting yourself in a position uh, to, to have success. Now, for me, diet-wise, I really... During this time frame when maybe I'm trying to cut weight or, or get myself in a position, here's what the last couple weeks has looked at before. Which one thing is really cool. This is I'm, gonna, I'm going down a rabbit trail here. But I did this with uh, at, at the D.C. Everest School up the road here. The Young Entrepreneurs Association came and asked me to come and talk to the kids about my career and, and things of that nature. And what I used it for was an opportunity to rather than talk about business per se is just to talk about people making excuses. Now, what I did is I took the scenarios in where a person who says, I can't, and turned it into, I can. And here's what I mean by this. I can't afford an elk hunt. Whereas I say, yes, you can. If you buy a Colorado over-the-counter tag for roughly $700, you split the gas with somebody by going out there, use the camping equipment that you already know. I don't ever count food. Why? Because I'm going to eat whether I'm elk hunting or not. Surprise, right? But it's just, when you break it down, you say $1,000. Well, I can't do $1,000. Here's how you can do it. I eat one minute quick oats for breakfast. It's true, I might throw a few things in there like some shredded coconut, maybe some peanuts, maybe a sliced banana, um, some pumpkin seeds, things like that. But that big tub has 30 servings in it and costs a couple of dollars. So it's good for me. It helps cut my carbs and gets me a better start to my day where I have more energy. I stay uh, satisfied longer and it costs me about I don't know, I'd have to look it up, a quarter to eat? And now I'm solving breakfast. Now for my lunch, if I take a grilled chicken breast, a large one, and I divide it into three places after grilling it and make a salad for my lunch with, again, something like some peanuts, I now have virtually nothing into my lunch. By meal planning and doing that on Sundays, I just think over the course of an entire month how much money I save on breakfast and lunch alone, take that and multiply it out, I can go on multiple, multiple DIY elk hunts a year just simply by the money I save there by not cracking a Mountain Dew that I get from the gas station or a Starbucks, $7 coffee of people who hate our lifestyle anyway or go through the drive-thru at McDonald's and then go through for Arby's. Not that I'm not guilty of it. Do it all the time when I'm being lazy. But here now that I'm focused, it makes a huge difference. And then when you take that, the health benefits and, and what you have to do to burn off that stuff, now you're better suited for the hunt in itself. So it's, it's really just a discipline consistency thing that is really hard to do. Where it's easier to do is when you have people in your life who are of like mindset, whether they're other friends of yours who are planning their own hunts, going on hunts with you or doing it within your own household, that just really helps kickstart that, keep you motivated and stuff like that. So what I'm trying to do is encourage myself by talking about it and maybe encouraging you too. Because I, I hate hearing people say that they either 
can't go on a western hunt as much as they'd want to or love to based off of either health weight finances these things i'm just like there's always a way to go out and experience more of what the outdoors has for us so that is my stump for just saying hey let's take an opportunity 2020 i saw a great example in my wife and other people obviously things were really busy in the store and i'm grateful for the fact that when all the distractions went away what people chose to do was to go hunting fishing hiking and shooting with their friends and most importantly with their family and i thought that was really really awesome the result of that has obviously been some massive challenges in the supply chain of equipment there was a shortage on fishing line right now there's a shortage on terminal tackle like hooks and sinkers you know fishing rod and reel commas are gonna be really hard to get i don't even need to mention ammunition and i'll just touch on this even though i don't need to mention it I'll get a lot of people, well, why can't we get it? Why can't we get it? I literally have millions and millions of dollars in back-ordered ammo trying to get it right now. The reason that we can't get it is just strictly a combination of demand pipeline, shipping pipeline, new shooters, challenges with COVID around metallics getting into the country from, from um, having borders shut down from South America countries, and the fact that we're at record sales and these manufacturers can't keep up. We've actually gotten more ammunition in in the last three months and sold more than we have at basically any other time. But it's really, really challenging, and I don't see it getting any better. Again, that brings us right back to the thing that we were talking about before. Whatever your goal is moving forward, we've got a plan for it. So what I would say, don't get too complacent. Know that we're working as hard as we can to get that stuff. But either start to plan now, whether it's alternative calibers, alternative weapons, alternative options, like start to try to wrap your head around. Look for some of that stuff now, prep now, and get ready now for what could be and should be, you know, the greatest year, hopefully, of your hunting, fishing, or potentially just in general, your life. Now, please bear with me. I can't promise you that it's going to be next week before I get another episode out, episode, I think, 23 at that point. But there's a lot of topics that I do want to talk about. One of the things, like I said, I should be in Phoenix right now at the sports show in a t-shirt, nice and warm and comfortable, plenty of sunshine, getting new product. But I'm doing it here and there's some really exciting, exciting new things, not only industry-wide, but a ton, a ton for our company Chase Outdoors. And I don't care what category it is there's something to be excited about this is the best new compound bow lineup i have ever seen if you were looking at a year to get a new compound bow that all of my companies that i carry awesome awesome increase on the side of firearms yes they're hard to get but the thing that's out there is some really exciting things a lot of new offerings a lot of great new brands for us companies like christensen Brigara. Browning, Fierce, some of the great optics. We've got awesome new stuff from Vortex and some custom stuff coming. We've got Swarovski, you know, on its way. There's a lot to be excited. And one of the big things, Browning with in Winchester with their new 6.8 Western. Oh, I know, it's another caliber. But hear me out. This one is super awesome. There's a ton of people excited for it. And it's because of data, not marketing, why there's so many people excited about this incredible new caliber. We're going to talk about that. And also, don't forget, we're talking about months, months in advance. You know what's coming? 
late season ice fishing, which should be phenomenal. I know it's negative 15 right now. It sucks. But moving forward, we've got great predator season out in front of us right now. There's got some guys out there, buddies of mine, smashing coyotes right now. We've got late season ice fishing. You know, here we are. We're only five, six weeks away from Wisconsin River, Fox River, Wolf River, walleye fishing in our boats. Thank God I drove by mine the other day and it was just like, I miss you. But, you know, there's just so much going on. Turkey hunting's coming and food plots coming. A lot of excited things. G2, dome main seeds. Um, start planning. Get out there with, you know, get some exercise. Go and walk those food plots with your GPS. See what those areas are. Start to formulate a plan. We're going to talk about all those things coming up. I promise, I just, I promise I will try to get these out there. But hey, like I said, thank you so much. As always, appreciate it. Sorry, it's been a while. We're going to keep trying to get those updates on incoming product on our Chase Outdoors app. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar, we get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of phone calls and emails weekly asking for updates. Do you have 9mm? Do you have 22250, 5.56, all these different calibers? What we're asking people to do is go to our website, and you have to do it on the desktop version, not on the phone version. Reason why? Censorship. Cancer culture. Uh, the app companies from both uh, Apple and Android, because of the nature of our business, selling dangerous weapons, uh, will not allow us to be found on there. So go to the desktop version of the homepage of our website, chase-outdoors.com. Bottom, be right about there, bottom uh right corner of our webpage, you will see a place where you can put it in your cell phone. Type that number in there, okay? It's gonna kick you back a link. You're gonna sign it up. You're gonna download that app. Then you're gonna look on your phone and wonder why it doesn't say Chase Outdoors. It's gonna say W in Wix on it. That is the right app. The reason that that's so important is when at a time when you're trying to find the hardest to get stuff that's so challenging right now, that is the platform where we most commonly go out and say, hey guys, we got nine millimeter in, come and get it. You know, so I would highly encourage you if you're looking for hard to get product, guns, ammunition, archery, fish, doesn't matter what the category is, go on chase-outdoors.com right now, go sign up for the Wix app. We're gonna give those updates. You get notified on our forum when we get those. And it's the best way that we can go out and communicate to our loyal followers when we get the stuff that you're looking for and because we want you to be equipped and ready to go and have your best time hunting fishing or also taking care of the household so do that and also when we're clicking on things if you're taking instruction like that also make sure to hit the subscribe button hit the like button leave a comment we really really appreciate that it's pivotal the more traffic that we get on this the more content we're going to bring and we certainly as always appreciate it and like i always say hey good luck on the water Good luck in the woods. God bless you, and we'll see you soon.